Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here with you. And it's been a while since we've done stuff. Life is very hectic and busy this time of year. There's been a lot of stuff going on in the world of Vegas sports that well, we have a lot to talk about. I guess we should just kind of get right to it. Jack Eichel is a member of the Golden Knights. We should start off with that before we do anything, because that's the latest thing that's... Well, I mean, that's what everyone wants to really talk about, so... Whoever <laughs> listens to us, yes, that's exactly what they want to talk about, what they want to hear us talk about, and it's it's now time, it's early in the show, but we're going to have a Jason Toots' his own horn special for just just a few minutes. I'd like to remind everybody... It seems like a while ago, but I believe it was like late January or early February where TJ Otzelberger is thinking about going to Iowa State. Okay, but what does everybody this have to do. I know, because but everyone did. I'm going down the line okay, of, of where Jason was right and where Jason was, was right. Okay. Okay, well, that's so, only going to take like a minute. And, and I was getting there. And because, you know, my point is smoke where there is smoke, there is fire. Uh, yeah. That was talked about in Vegas and in certain portions of the Midwest because it involved Iowa state. It was talked about, you know, regionally for a while and it happened. And it's very simple because when you have someone who has, you know, family and history and heartstrings and you know, that's what we're talking about. This was a no brainer for me. It was just only a matter of time. Anytime that the Vegas Golden Knights put their eye on somebody, more than likely over the last four and a half years, they're going to get that person. It's been proven over and over again. It hasn't done them a damn bit of good, but they will set out to go and get somebody. And that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. There were rumors that Calgary was involved late in the game, but here's what ends up happening. And this was, what was this, Friday? It was Jack Eichel and a third round pick to Vegas and Vegas gives up. Like I said, many times Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, and a couple of draft picks. In fact, I, I retweeted what I tweeted a couple weeks before it happened. Cause right. I've been saying it. it makes sense. Buffalo needs pieces, assets. Alex Tuck is from the area. He's young. He's fast. He's talented. You're going to put him in there. Peyton Krebs, that's your best, uh, you know, at the time, your, you know, your best, you know, young just came up from the AHL ranks asset. You're going to include him. I think they wanted, you know what I feel like the holdup in this trade was for weeks and weeks and weeks, maybe even months, was they wanted another player in addition to those two end draft picks. Okay. And... Could it have been Shea Theodore? Maybe. Because if you look at what the Golden Knights did, not even Shea Theodore. It could have been Riley Smith, too. The The Golden Knights signed Ben Hutton. Okay. Yeah. And I believe he's a defenseman. Okay. So there's your coverage there, right? If right. You know, if that's the case. They also signed Michael Amadio. It's-a me, Amadio. They also signed... 
Michael Amadio. I've been wanting to do that for uh, so apparently. long on this show, but I haven't had the reason because who cares about him, right? He played with the Kings for a lot of years. He played with Toronto. Mm-hmm. Vegas claims him, you know, a week or two ago, and he's he's a center, I believe. So if you, if you look at what Vegas did, they signed a cheap center and they signed a cheap defenseman. So if they're going to have to get rid of another player they have the coverage now now it was a it was a bunch of floating pieces right so vegas signs a couple of players what are they doing now they're really over the cap now they have too many players what's going to happen while these guys come back whoa 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 chill we knew eichel was com- i knew that jack eichel was coming it was only a matter of time you didn't know 100 percent, but you had a strong very strong because this is kelly mccrimmon and george mcphee we're dealing with here so they don't they don't pull punches they don't hold back Actually, they do pull punches. That's not. That's a whole other conversation. When they want something, they go get something. And Jack Eichel's going to have his, you know, disc replacement surgery Friday. next week in Denver. Oh, I thought and it was Friday. It's a week from. I think it's this. Is it this Friday coming up? I I've, I've it lost was. track of days. It was this Friday. It was a week from when I read the tweet. So yes, it's it's coming up this week. He'll be out approximately three months, and this is perfect timing for after the Olympics and after the All Star break, March first, first week of March. And I believe they play Buffalo like around that time too. It's really crazy. Jack Eichel could be on the ice. Could for, could possibly. But sometimes you know the body is true, and other things happen. Like what hasn't happened to the Golden Knights? The first few weeks of the season when we when we spoke to the podcast people last, <laughs> it was three games in. I don't think Carlson was hurt. No, not yet. Uh, William Carlson with the broken foot. He can join Max Pacioretty on the... right after... Um, yeah. Maybe it, the day after it or was, something. It was right after. Uh, yeah. uh, Carlson, William Carlson can join Max Pacioretty on the broken foot uh, bench because he's out six weeks. Pacioretty's out four to six. Pacioretty's getting closer because of when it happened. It happened right at the beginning of the year. I think we talked about that. Uh, Stone is skating, but Stone is not playing. And you also have uh, Zach Whitecloud who probably broke a finger or hand. I mean, it's really idiotic to call something that you saw blatantly lower body or upper body. You know what I mean? Call it what it is. Pete DeBoer will come out and say that William Carlson and Max Pacioretty broke their feet, okay? But I can't get a clear answer on something that I saw clearly. The puck hit Zach Whitecloud in the hand. It's very obvious it's a fracture or a break of the hand. Stop Stop the garbage. You know what I mean? That's the one thing about the league that needs to change. I think that they should really be more specific on injuries. You don't have to give me exactly what, but can you give me arm? Can you give me leg? Can you give me... Like, don't call a concussion an upper body. Like, that's that's stupid. It's very frustrating to me. That's one thing, like, the National Hockey League is great, and they're fantastic, and I think it's the best sport, and I can get, I can get football thrown in my face till, you know, thrown in my face till for the end of time. Right. I feel hockey is the best sport, but I think there's a couple things I need to fix, and that's one of them for sure. Because you have a whole bunch of injuries, you know, the media asks the same questions every day. Every day. And, and they get the same answers. Complaining about the same thing. I, know, I can't even imagine. You know what? You just probably stop as a media member and just say, why? What's the point? I mean, because maybe, just maybe one day you'll be the one to get the answer. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll break the news. But the Golden Knights have a bunch of injuries. I haven't really seen much of Nolan Patrick either. Um, 
I made comments to you that their lines are just all messed up. And yep. the Golden Knights are actually like right around 500 right now. I think they're like one game under because they um, poop themselves in Detroit. <laughs> and I think they shit themselves in Detroit every year. I, I, I kid you not. And Detroit is no good. They were good, but that was many years ago. They are no good. They split a road trip, which was actually a success if you think about it. Um, based on what the Golden Knights are throwing out there. You know, they're throwing out Jake LeCision. They're throwing out Michael Amadio. They're throwing out, you know, who's my favorite guy that I can't freaking stand? Uh, yeah, him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, oh, uh, Howden, right? They're throwing out. What's wrong out, with him? I, they're just throwing, like, their lines just look yuck. Mm -hmm. And that's because of that this team that you've been seeing for the past week is the team that they're going to have going forward because... They've got no, hurt. And they've yes. got no money. Same old story. Which leads me to a question. If they're at full strength and you have Eichel and Pacioretty and Stone and everybody healthy, right? Top six, best top, best six players in the league. I mean, really, you know, top two lines are great. What if someone gets hurt? What about it? Well, they're what, hurt what, now. Yeah, but what if they come back and they're 100% and we're heading toward the playoffs and somebody gets hurt? What, what do the Golden Knights do? They have to pick up the slack. Somebody does. Right. I mean, and, and then we got to go back to this. You know what I mean? It, it's this team that right would, that now. That was a weird question because that could well, happen in well, any no, form but, of life. I'm just saying, like, I mean, if, if huge ifs, if the team stays healthy, I like their chances in the playoffs. But, again, the line is so razor thin because of the cap. The line is so razor thin. And it's even thinner if you think about it now because they've given more away. And they've acquired, in terms of giving up two players for one, so now you have less than you had, maybe relying some on AHL guys. I'm just saying, like, when the Golden Knights are fully healthy, they're the best team in the league. And they're better than Tampa. And I, and, and I will argue, when healthy, the two teams head-to-head, -head, the Golden Knights are better than Tampa. And Tampa's won the, won the Cup two years in a row. And I can confidently say that, but... Mm. When there's an injury or two, it just, I feel like we're going to end up just and like every year back to has happened in the playoffs. Stone was healthy. Pacioretty was healthy during the playoffs. Play Montreal. Anyway, they were both healthy, were they not? As far mm -hmm. as we know. And um, it wasn't great. So I'm just saying anything can happen. I, mean, I like the Eichel, the, you know, the Eichel trade makes, it moves a guy like Chandler Stevenson, who's been Vegas's best player this year. It, it, it make, well, besides Robin Leonard, and I feel like Robin Leonard has been really, really good and he doesn't always get credit. And Leonard has been really crappy at times since he's been a golden Knight, but this year he's been really good and he hasn't always gotten support. Um, but Chandler Stevenson, as a first-line center, now he can move down and anchor a third line or a fourth line and make that line better. That's where I... And, and then you put him with Dadnov, that could be really, really good because Dadnov's been really good. And I feel like the Eichel trade frees up so much. It makes them automatically better in a lot of ways. But my concern is, is that, look, injuries happen in the, in the National Hockey League. Things get thrown around. Yes. That's where Vegas is not strong. That's where they lack when when they're up against adversity, 
cap wise and injury wise. Do they don't you, respond with well. With the team that's playing right now, currently, do you think they're going to make it to the playoffs? They have to hold. I mean, no, but they will get Eichel in March, and that will change Maybe. things. No, they will get Eichel in March. I mean, if not March, Maybe. April, will they be in a playoff spot? That's what I'm saying. Do you think they're going to be in the playoffs? No, the Pacific is not really great. I think they can hold. I think that if the Golden Knights play okay hockey, because look, San Jose got off to a really good start, but they've but they've cooled, right? Okay, Edmonton about, is really good. I feel like Vegas can Michael be in a playoff spot. Wasn't didn't join the team? Would you? I would say that they would falter March, April, May, even with Patrick and Stone. It's a really hard question because it's going to take those guys a little bit to get it. Like, Pacioretty is probably going to be back a little after Thanksgiving, maybe like the first week of December, and then Carlson after that. But what does the team look like then? 500 team. I mean, with the way the team is right now and Stone and Pacioretty come back, you probably still get into the playoffs, but is it a first round exit, second round because, exit? I mean, I'm you just. You know, you always tell me just about life in general, not about hockey. You know, you can't count on things until they're here. Yeah, that's true. So, with the team as it is now, because you don't know for sure when Stone, Patrietti, and Eichel are coming back, does the team make the playoffs? Yeah, they make the playoffs. They're just not very. I, I don't feel like they go far. I, I don't feel like they go very far. Like, I mean, the matchup can be really crappy, and then the, and then they're done. Right. And then also you throw in that they're going to be out for a whole month doing uh, Olympic stuff. I mean, that can really mess with a team's, like, f like flow, like gel. A team's doing good, and then all of a sudden you're <clears> off <throat> for a month. I mean, that, that, that will actually help the Golden Knights. Because if they're a 500 team or a little bit better, nothing special. But then they get this huge boost after that point in March. That, those last eight, ten weeks can be huge. That's all a team needs to go from a not-playoff team to a playoff team. I, I mean, so I think while it hurts, you know, teams like, you know, Edmonton and maybe Carolina and maybe, you know, the Islanders and, and certain teams, it hurts. But that helps Vegas because of the timing. Because I think after that is when they pedal to the metal, gone. Like, I feel like in that 10 weeks, 8 to 10 weeks, I feel like that's when they're going to do their most damage. Look, we've all seen how new players come in and they don't have it right away. Alex Petrangelo had needed a little bit of time to get going. I mean, even Pacioretty, Stone, everybody needed time to get going. Well, apparently that's not true about Stone. It was the whole Mark Stone effect. You know, I'm just that... worried about, I mean, that, you know. I mean, that's that's very true. I mean, even when he came, I'm just worried about him in general because he was not good in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. He was not good before he got hurt. It's like he's non-existent. The Golden Knights scored on the power play. Twice, right? Twice in Montreal. Yeah. And it's their only two power play goals. And it happened after Jesse Granger, who reports for the Golden Knights for the Athletic, ate a French-Canadian yes. hot dog. Okay. So... Oh boy! Look, hockey people are superstitious. Hockey people do will do whatever they have to okay, do. But this sound, so you sound. I think that we need to eat more hot dogs, okay? Because 
this team, if they're going to, and, and this ties into the point that we were just making, if the Golden Knights are going to go anywhere, that power play needs to be better. And I think Eichel so makes the power play better. So can you only eat the hot dog during the power play? No, you eat it, but you eat it at the beginning of the game. At the beginning of the you game. You set the tone. You set the tone. And I, 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 I'm not clear if... Because I thought he if ate we know it during what, the power well, play. Well, no, he ate it right before. But how do you know when a power play is going to happen? You don't. You don't, but right. you know that you were going to at least get maybe one during the game. But if you eat the hot dog before you've pre you've pre gamed it, right? So now you're ready to go. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm not clear what kind of hot dog. If it's all beef, all pork. If it's beef and pork. If it's if it's just, <laughs> I'm not really sure. But I know that he ate one and they scored two power. But two power play goals and he was not shy about saying this is unbelievable i ate a hot dog and they scored power play goals he was not shy about it so i tweeted at him and he liked it that i i during the detroit game i'm like jesse granger have you had your eastern michigan hot dog and he liked it so i think and i'm not the only one this is a thing it's, it, it it's a thing whatever it takes I won't change my socks. I won't change my underwear. Then okay, you ain't coming into the bed. I need to make sure that the, we whatever it's like stink enough. Okay, so that's not true. <laughs> they don't need to know that. But whatever it takes. If I smell, but the Gold Knights power play doesn't, I think we got a winner. No, I mean they're not going to win any. They're not going to win anything without a decent power play. Is the point? I thought you were going to say without a hot dog. Well, no. Well, you know. <laughs> they might not, although they didn't. I don't, I'm not sure if he ate one in Detroit. I asked him to, but you know, I asked if he did, but I didn't get an answer, so I'm not really sure. They didn't score a power play goal, so I'm thinking he didn't. Okay, so next game, which is tomorrow, correct? Yes, we'll have to eat a hot dog. Uh, Golden Knights take on the Seattle Kraken for the second time. That game is, you know, late our time, probably early your time. Um, uh, the Golden Knights will start a homestand. Uh, I believe it's pretty lengthy, five or six games. And this is a really good opportunity for the Golden Knights to, you know, get home. They had a decent road trip. You know, they should really capitalize on this whole hot dog thing. I and really do. I really think no, so. No, but I mean, and make a hot dog at uh, T-Mobile, like the Jesse dog or something like that. Right. Go ahead and steal that somebody and pay they me, they're going so, to you know. it's probably already happened they're not going to pay you they're just going to steal it <laughs> whatever we just said you must pay us for <laughs> i don't know i think that um the golden knights need to start to pick up they need to pick up the slack a little bit and they need to it's just so inconsistent yeah they're either i mean I really didn't think they were going to win, what was it, last night? No, the night before. The night before. Well, there was a couple games actually recently where they were down, came back, right. and especially, I think Montreal was one of them. They no, were they, down they two goals. Right, right. They lost last night. Dallas was a game, if you remember correctly. I think it was like a week, week and a half ago. They were down a couple goals as well. And that was Laurent Brassois' win. However, Laurent Brassois looked really badly. Um he was a couple of goals were not really totally him, but he didn't have a good showing and neither did the Golden Knights. All right, then that's enough about that. Let's move on to some UNLV basketball exciting portion of the year because two days, 
This is a Monday here when we're doing this podcast. So Wednesday night, late our time, of course, early everybody else's time, UNLV, uh, Gardner-Webb, which actually is a North Carolina school. Uh, they will get together at the Thomas and Mac for UNLV season opener. UNLV has had a couple of secret scrimmages mm-hmm. that they reportedly won against lesser teams. Mm-hmm. Those, I guess, are their exhibition games because there is none of that. Uh, we will get the we will get a first look at K squared, uh, Kevin Kruger's <laughs> first team. And I feel like they're going to surprise some people. I feel like they're going to be really good defensively. I worry about offense. But, you know, I feel like they're going to be more consistent than they have been over the years. It's very exciting to have UNLV basketball back. Yes, you may. I feel like your expectations secretly are much higher than what you're letting on. 14 to 18 wins. That's where I'm at. But I I feel like you think it's going to be some miracle team. How long have you known me? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> A long time. Wow. So, this is very notorious for a UNLV it, basketball fan. I'll tell you why. And this point makes my whole point. Hopefully. UNLV football won their first game in Marcus Arroyo's tenure. I'm aware. 0-14 he was. They hadn't won a game in over 700 days. Two years almost to the day. That's why UNLV basketball is embraced this time of year. Because people are sick of watching the football team getting their ass kicked. I I can see see what they can't see is when you talk about this is... um, the facial the smile. Right. I think you think this is gonna be or you know, this first of all, you think Long Kruger's back and he's not. He is, but he's not back the way <laughs> no. we need him to I, be. I just It's Lon's little buddy. It's I it's think, it's Lon Jr. <laughs> I think even though you try to stay grounded in your expectations secretly, although not so secretly to me, I think your expectations are, you know, they can't see my hand, but you know, this is probably why we should do just like video. they can't see my face, right? But I think your expectations are, you know, higher than what you are letting on. Just saying, my expectations are hopeful because of what UNLV has been through over the You're course of many hopeful. years. Every year, every year is the same thing. This year is going to be better because A, B, C, D. No, the, actually, I have not said that. I mean, what? okay, okay, oh, that's okay. Not true Look, at this all. past year, I was hopeful that Otzelberger's second year would be better than his first, and then halfway through, he decides he I don't want to be really here kinda, anymore. I mean, you kind of gave up on um, Menzies a little bit. Who didn't give up on Marvin Menzies? <laughs> but other even than Marvin, that... even Marvin Menzies Gimp gave up on Marvin Menzies. Okay, sorry, it's the truth. Nobody cared about Marvin Menzies. He was the rebound. He was the girl at the prom that nobody wanted and that someone was like, oh, fine. Okay. Nobody else is around. That's why Marvin Menzies was in Las Vegas. Well, I would take his salary to be that girl. (laughs) He's laughing all the way to wherever he is. He's not doing anything. Right. Exactly. I mean, he didn't do any... Like, after UNLV, he had a job for like five seconds. Okay. The point is... Every year, it's the same thing. It's going to be different this year. I'm very hopeful. 
I'm very hopeful. I don't know how many people are going to be in the stands because when you make people have to get the COVID vaccine, and I am not against the COVID vaccine, but... This is not the podcast for this, but... When you make fans get a COVID vaccine and you're not putting butts in seats, you're really kind of handcuffing yourself. You really are. UNLV has not been able to put butts in seats. I think they should have done the T-Mobile approach instead of the Raider approach. They should have done the T-Mobile approach. Wear masks, please. I want people to be in the stands, and I feel like this is hindering. Is UNLV, the school, requiring the vaccine? So maybe that plays a part into the athletic program. You don't know. That is too much. That's too much reading. And that's too much much information. Right. Okay. All I see is that you have to have the vaccine, boo. Okay. Not not against it. Just really don't think it's the time and place to make the basketball team that averages 14 people a game in an 18,000-seat arena have it. Okay, but we can look at it the other way. Maybe it's keeping the team safe so they can play. I tell you, if people on Twitter in Las Vegas go to the game, they're really not going to the game anymore because there is a mile-long worth of comments. Well, we can check that off the list. Mm, Not going to that. Mm, Well, that does it for me. That's my point. There wasn't, there was hardly any good. This discussion right here, we should do on our second podcast. If we ever do another show of that, which we should, because it's, in my mind, a good idea. I feel, okay. We're, this is just sports information, open discussion, but we're crossing into. They put it, they put it there. I did not. They put it into sports when they're making people get it or not. It's whoever has gotten the vaccine can go. Whoever can't, won't. Maybe they'll support at home. I am very... Oh, they will. (laughs) I am very... Or maybe they'll be so disgruntled that they won't even watch it on the TV. I I can pretty much tell you where their losses are going to be. If they if they have a bad loss that they shouldn't have, yes, that's going to hurt them non-conference-wise. But I really do see 14 to 18 wins. I can see that. I can see them making a run late in the season. I'm not saying NCAA tournament. I think if they make it to the NIT... That's a win. That is a, that, that, they, they haven't have been a parade. there. Have they even been they there since uh, the guy with the eyeliner? What was his name? Dave Rice. Oh, okay. Did not wear eyeliner. I'm pretty okay? sure he did. And if he did, he was not going to the NIT because he didn't go there either. I you know don't care. The, you want to know did. who the last coach that took the Rebels to the NIT is? Oh, my God. His Daddy daughter. Kruger. Okay. Okay. It's been about 15 years because after that NIT, I it's been longer right, than 15 I years. I think Dave we were Rice in high school. took them to the NIT. No, NCAA with Lon Kruger's players twice, and that was it, the first two years. After that, okay. right in the crapper, where UNLV's been for eight, nine years now. I feel that this team is going to surprise some people. They have some athletes. It's a completely different team except for a couple guys. I I like where they could be. I, I know that they're going to get their ass kicked by Michigan by probably about 50 points. And UCLA and probably the team that they play after Michigan, whether it's Wichita State or Arizona. I see where maybe SMU, season, I see where their right, losses are. Maybe this are. season, though, there'll be more fight. And more play because oh, it's one thing I can to tell have a this, loss. I can tell this team has fight because of the balance of talent. Right, is different. Right, but well, it's not like you, the way you lost before. Right, I so mean, maybe that in itself is a win. So that's what you need to keep in mind. I'm always um, appreciative of of UNLV but, basketball. You season know, and, and, in and my 
mine Jason thinks it's 10 years ago and Long Kruger has come back and they're going to the NCAA and that's where I think look, your fantasies look, it could be, are. It could be 10 years ago. It could be 10 years, 7 days, 8 hours, four, four, 14 minutes. It, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, I feel... Kicked me with your claw feet. Well, you put your feet in my way, so they got <laughs> kicked by my claw feet. It it's a great time of year. It, it really is. The holidays mean basketball and hockey at the same. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about if we're talking about sports wise. Okay. okay? Sports wise, when as you get closer to the holidays, you get to basketball and hockey together and we've been talking about only hockey for months and with a little bit of basketball yeah, oh here's uh, a little bit of this a little honestly, bit of that now though, to break it up with some basketball you know um is kind of nice for a change UNLV will take on Gardner Webb Wednesday they will take on Cal Saturday and they have a handful of games coming up please go out and support them by watching it TV on TV or going there if you are able to yes pack the mac hashtag pack the mac very important <laughs> That you support Kevin Kruger, his staff, and this team because they need it. And Lon. And Lon. Yeah. It's it's very important. He'll be there. I bet he's got his think, vaccine. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you think he's going to sit in that spot that Tarkanian sat on the court with his legs kicked back like a like a weirdo? Absolutely. And okay. I think that if UNLV makes the NIT, they should unbury Jerry Tarkanian <laughs> and, and have a parade down Ew, Las Vegas Boulevard. With his casket and Lon Kruger and the whole team, if they make the NIT, what does Jerry Tarkanian have because to do with he any would of be it? So proud. Well, he's proud in heaven. Then he would, you know, he would like, be so proud. Uh, you know, just saying. They should have a parade, though. In all seriousness, if they make the NIT, they should have. I mean, there should be celebrations of some kind. <laughs> it, it would be amazing. You know, but I. In order to compete with what's going on in Las Vegas, they they really need to put a good product out there. That's how you put butts in seats, no matter what is winning. And yeah, so because I think now there's competition. There's exactly. hockey. There's it's football. Not like it was there's women's back basketball. There's um, soccer. Is that soccer still there? there the lights. Yeah, are but they I gone? Mean, yeah, but that's not something that I don't think UNLV worries about. They worry about Golden Knights Raiders first and foremost, and then. WNBA isn't going on at the time. It's more like summer. So UNLV does have a lot to worry about, but they need to worry about themselves and putting butts in seats by winning. And that's the only way that you do that. Um. Anyway, good stuff this show. Yes. Uh, it's very important that we talk to you guys about subscribing to our show. Yes. Um, that's Paula. She is at the Golden Wife on Twitter. T H E G O L D E N W I F E. The Golden Wife. Just in case there's any any kind of mis misunderstanding. Uh, the the Golden Line, which is a show we started a few months back, which yes. we've fallen behind on, is over there on her uh, Twitter handle. I'm Jason. I'm at Vegas Fever Pod. Uh, please follow us. Please subscribe. Uh, give us your thoughts. We don't. It doesn't really matter what they are. Um, just just tell us how you're feeling. We've been doing you know this for a year, and 
you know, you know, you meet a lot of great people. Yeah, Find no, a lot of great opportunities. It's still just as fun as when we started it. Yeah. I have a good time doing it. And we do like to do the other one. It's just, I don't even know where this year has gone. It's already November. I'm just... It's about to be our daughter's birthday. And then followed by Thanksgiving and my sister's birthday and Christmas and, and anniversary. anniversary. Right. So, and, um, and your birthday and New wow. Year's. It's, it's just, it's just, I love doing this. I really... You know, I do. I do this with my best friend, my my everything, and we're I really only going love to do it. it. I mean, even though there's a lot going on, it might not be as consistent as we were doing it every week because probably the bottom, not. The bottom line is, is we want to do it when we're energized to do it, not yes. because we have to do it. Right. We don't do I'd, things because we have to. Right. We, I would rather do a good episode because we have the time and we want to, versus just squeezing one out. That sounds weird. But. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not weird. It's just, it's better when it's from the heart right, and true. Right, versus force. Right. That's what I was basically trying to say, so. On my Twitter page at Vegas Fever Pod, you'll find a link tree, and it's got all the links to listen to our show, and there are many of them. You you can listen to them on iTunes. You can listen to them on, you know, to us. Spotify. Tune in. Amazon Music. Yes, all of it. Google much. You know, podcast. I mean, you name it, you could probably... Stitcher. You can listen to us any which way. So please do that. Um, and then next time, we'll have way more to talk about it. It's going to be crazy, crazy. As we come up to Thanksgiving, if we don't talk to everybody, I'm sure we will by then. But, you know, happy holidays to everybody, however you celebrate. We'll be back with you talking more Golden Knights, more UNLV. And uh, until then, everybody stay safe and have fun. Have a good Bye. day. Bye-bye.